What's going on? It's Rock the Walls here on Adobe Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. Today on the podcast, we are going to be speaking with Tyler Smith, vocalist of Danger Kids, talk all about their brand new album, Blacklist, heading out on the end is near tour with motionless and white issues and falling in reverse, how himself and Ronnie Radke work together writing the new Falling in Reverse album and what that was like and a whole lot more. Very stoked for you guys to hear this interview today. So we are just going to get right into things. It's a real in-depth interview, but 40 minutes long. Here it is. My interview with Tyler Smith of Danger Kids on Rock the Walls. You are listening to Rock the Walls here on Adobe Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. Right now, we're joined by a band. They're going to be dropping their brand new album, Blacklist, coming out on paid vacation January the 27th. We are here with one of the vocalists of Danger Kids, Tyler Smith. Tyler, how's everything going, man? Uh, this this record for, for you guys, you've been working on it for a couple of years at this point. Uh, how's it finally feel to, to get things out? Hey, Patrick, it is going awesome. It feels so good to finally have things going. We've been uh, planning this and, like, pushing this for so long um, that it, I don't know, I feel like it's never going to happen. So now that it finally is, it's a surreal feeling. It's, it's literally the greatest feeling I've felt in a long time. Yeah, man, definitely for sure. And, I mean, to, to be releasing the album on a tour like you guys are on right now, you guys are uh, two of five on the uh, the Coco headliner, that Motionless and White Falling in Reverse and Issues is doing, and then as well, uh, Dead Girls Academy is the other band opening up. I mean, that's uh, that's got to pretty much be a, a picture-perfect tour for you guys to, to be going out as you're releasing Blacklist. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Like, we couldn't be happier. Um, it's it's. I think every band dreams of that amazing opportunity to release music on that amazing tour, and we sort of feel like we have the trifecta right now because we have the record, and we have the tour, and we have the label, and everything's... We're just very, very pleased with all the risks that we've taken over the past year and a half to get to where we are. So it's a great feeling. Yeah, man, definitely for sure. Now, for you guys, um, you know, uh, just uh, a couple a couple members leaving the band and whatnot, just uh, over from Collapse, which you guys dropped about, uh, you know, three and a half, four years ago at this point, to uh, now just just being the four, the four of you guys, just uh, the core four piece at this point, man. I mean, as far as... Uh, the writing and recording went on this album. Uh, what was kind of uh, different about it? I know uh, yourself, um, you've uh, done some producing, you do a lot of production and whatnot, so this is uh, really like your baby, first yeah. and foremost. I, I think it has been. I, I think that, I mean, not just me, but, but all of us had to make that decision to just not be, um, you know, I guess held back or slowed down by all the road bumps that you hit, because the truth is every band can encounter those different things, and we just felt like we had a very clear vision of what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it, and it just took um, the time, took us a little bit of time to find the right set of people and the right, um, you know, management, the right label, the right everything to get it in the right direction, and now here we are. Um, a year and a half later into that project and it's actually coming out it sounds great and everyone seems to be um, loving it so far which is the ultimate test I think is just you know it really comes down to if the fans like it and I'm happy to say so far it's been overwhelmingly positive uh, that's awesome to hear man it's a uh, yeah exactly anything that I've read it, it's just been people uh, raving about how awesome it is and how uh, how happy they are that you guys are they're back and at it for sure 
Now, as far as who you guys worked with on this album, um, you know, with yourself doing a lot of the production stuff and whatnot, uh, what producing team uh, did you guys exactly go with, or did you guys do something where uh, you guys were kind of recording with a couple different producers to kind of uh, get a, a whole bunch of different parts of the spectrum uh, into the record? I, I think that um, working with other people has always been an interest of ours, but on this record we actually did the entire production of it in-house so i mean not just the writing and the recording but also the mixing and the mastering of the entire album was done um by us and it sort of almost came that way by default because we um i think other bands that rely more on um outside production help uh it has the caveat of like depending on a record label to finance it or depending on that team to have availability or even to be interested and in our case um we just we didn't have to wait for the label to come along or the right um checks to come along we just sort of never stopped from the first record so by the time it became time to all right let's start addressing a second record um, the music and the recording and all of that were really the least of our problems. We spent, I would say, the entirety of our energy and our time focusing on finding the right home and the right set of people to put around the record. So production-wise, I, I, I'm pretty proud to say that it was all done in-house. I mean, I produced and mixed it all myself and even mastered it. I did run it by a few of my friends just to get some second opinions, but they all seemed... Uh, they tell me, you know, to shut up, it sounds great. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so that's that, I guess. Um, and yeah, here we are. So everything you hear is us. Uh... Man, that, that, that's too rad. Now, now I have to ask at that point then, I know uh, yourself, um, uh, you and your wife uh, moved out to L.A. Uh, now, uh, as far as it went kind of in the writing and recording, did you uh, go back to Dayton, Ohio with the, with the rest of the group? To, to write and record this, or was this something where you guys kind of, uh, you know, you did it when, uh, did all the stuff kind of uh, from your side of things in L.A., and they were all working together in Ohio? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, all I'm saying is, I, I realized when the music was adding an extra step or two um, into the process of us being able to put together and work on music, and, it, and, you know, it's not the same as Andy being able to just drive over when we're feeling creative, but... Um, it's a joint effort, and it, it's tended to work itself out. I, I'll create a lot, like maybe the bulk of the music or a riff, and I'll send it to him. And, um, you know, we'll just sort of get this giant ball rolling of rough concept ideas. And then the few times that we get together, whether it's them coming to L.A. or me visiting Ohio again, we always make the extra effort to, like, get in there and cement these ideas. And, I mean, it hasn't... Um, for the sound yet, and again, the holdup wasn't really the music so much as it was just getting the right team in place that understood the long-term goals of the band. So yeah. um, it is different. It's a different writing process, but it hasn't been too hard since everyone is so, I don't know, willing to work with it. Yeah, man, definitely for sure. Now, as far as, far as it went lyrically for yourself and Andy and the rest of the band on this album, just uh, going from Collapse... I mean, uh, a lot has happened for, for you guys as a band, and also a lot, and I mean a lot, has happened, uh, you know, all around the world, kind of uh, what's on the horizon the next right. couple of days with, with uh, you know, Mr. Trump uh, becoming the president and whatnot. Um, I, I mean, what's... Uh, I don't know. What, what, what was, the, what was the, kind of the, the lyric writing process for, for you on this record, like on Blacklist? Was it really kind of a, a concept record for yourself? Was it something that was a little bit different? I, I do I do think there was 
I think the biggest difference is that where I think Collapse was sort of like this whole, um, Collapse was a, uh, I, what you're saying is very accurate. Collapse was like this, this uh, battle within yourself almost. It was like you are your own demon or you are your own worst enemy. And Blacklist is like the outward uh, demons and the outward enemies and the outward forces that like, you know, seek to stop you or, um, or like, you know, put you off track. And so everything that you're saying um, with, with like, you know, events in our band and music scene in the world, there's so much going on. And I wanted to write something that was very message specific about um, just choosing to not stop. I mean, it's very reflective of our journey, to be honest. I mean, it was it's just deciding that you are all you need and that like, at the end of the day, if I have these people by me, like then David could still exist. And I, you know, I can give a shit less about this or that as long as, we make music that connects with people, and so this time around, lyrically, it, it was a lot of, um, you know, you can't stop me, instead of, um, I won't let myself be stopped, if that makes sense. It was just this, this, uh, this conscious decision to just move forward despite all the adversity, I guess. For you guys, what, what was the first song that, that ended up uh, becoming a part of the record, Blacklist, and uh, was that kind of a, a pretty good idea for you guys and what you wanted to do for the rest of the record? It was a little bit. Um, the first song we wrote isn't released yet. It's a, call, it's a song called Inside Out, and we like it a lot. And it's, I, I would say, um, it's a, you can almost tell that it's a segue song. Um, it, it probably could have musically fit on the first CD, um, maybe even thematically, but there is that shift in content. I mean, there is that, like, fear of growth, you know, behind it um, versus when the first record came out. Um, so I think that you can tell, but that was sort of the beginning. And then by the end, I mean, we were writing, you know, acoustic songs and we were writing ballads and we were writing super heavy songs and we were writing. And so we started to really experiment with like what the voice of Danger Kids was. But the first song we constructed Inside Out. And it, I mean, I would say it's probably one of my favorites on the album. Yeah, man, definitely. Now, what would you say is your, your personal favorite song on this album? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we probably all have a different answer to that question. I think that mine is Kill Everything, which is the single we just released on last Friday. Mm -hmm. And um, happy to say, like, that song's actually going to radio as well, and so far the reception's been really awesome. I think when we checked our YouTube last, it had zero dislikes on it, which is really weird. Um, I don't know, it's just cool because it's, like, it's everything that I wanted it to be in a song. It's like short and in your face and pissed off and really catchy, um, not afraid to get heavy. I, and to me, it's like the embodiment of like the perfect danger to song. And I think everyone has different favorites for different reasons, but Kill Everything to me is just like such a simple concept. Like I told you, that was my like, you know, like Danger Kids Back from the Dead type of thing. And I just made this whole like metaphor of us like, um, you know, being back and that, you know, the whole chorus is like, you don't want to wake the dead and, and tell me I won't kill everything and start again. And I just really enjoy the message and the, the feel of the whole song. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that, man. To, to turn on the record for, for, for the first time when I got here a couple of weeks ago and to to hear that song, that really uh, really gets you in, into the entire record, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's great to hear, man. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate hearing that. No problem, man. 
And uh, j just for just for you guys, uh, as far as far as it went, and you know, going to to Rise Records on that first record, and now uh, you know, being with the with the label, paid vacation. Uh, just as far as it went for you guys, and kind of uh, the decision process behind that. You know, you you mentioned that it wasn't necessarily the music that took so long. It was kind of uh, figuring out kind of the logistics sides of uh, you know releasing the record. Um, you know, uh, signing to the label and whatnot. So, uh, what was that like for you guys this time yeah. around? I mean, there was probably a lot of different options you, you guys could have had, uh, you know, within kind of, uh, you know, like a fearless or a hopeless or an epitaph, something like that. Um, as far as signing with paid vacation though, um, just for, for anybody out there who, who might not be familiar with the label, just, um, if you just kind of wanted to give us a, a bit of a background on that and kind of your guys' decision to, to sign with. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, you're, you're totally right. And, um, I, I, you know, that was part of the hard part was we actually did have end up with a lot of options. It's something that, um, just when, you know, this band formed with us just sort of messing around. I don't think we ever envisioned anything like what we're doing now. So fast forward and put out one record and then be free agents, like, um, because we we were opening ourselves up to a lot. So, like, yeah, we had a, we had offers from lots of labels, you know, Rise offered us, and they were honestly very good to us, like, such a great label. And I think that there's this misconception that they, um, like, screwed us over or something. And, I mean, it really could be further from the truth. They... Maybe, you know, I mean, if nothing else, they gave us our first shot, and, like, we're eternally grateful for them for that. But I think another thing that took a while was, again, just even us just deciding, you know, are we going to roll the dice or not? Because to us, um, Rise Records is was a great label, and it was, in a lot of ways, a sure thing. Like, we knew what we were getting ourselves into, having dealt with them before. But we were interested in... Um, I don't know, like, knocking on some doors that we had never knocked on before and seeing which ones opened, you know what I mean? And we we found ourselves, you know, we felt like we got a lot of experience out of that first record. I mean, we did one album. We did ten songs, you know. We went to Australia and went to Japan, and we did work tour, and we did Europe, and we did, you know, the United States countless times, and more than we ever imagined. And so we started to think, what's next? Like, what can we, how can we really push this even further? You know, how can we come back on a bigger stage and how can we come back with bigger songs and a bigger crowd? And for us, that meant making some hard decisions. And one of those was um, finding a label that understood our long, long-term vision. And I love Rise, I do, and I love Craig and I love Matthew. And I'm, again, I'm so indebted to them, but we, I guess, wanted to take some risks and, we found ourselves on, like, the comfortable side of things, and it, I don't know, it's, weird, it's a weird spot for us because we're used to being so uncomfortable. We're used to being the band that kind of fits in but doesn't really, you know, and, like, mm -hmm. kind of belongs on this stage but kind of doesn't. And I think that, in a weird way, is, like, our spot. That's our... We, we want to be that band that, like, turns the dial a little bit, and I don't think that us going the same route that we did the first time was the right decision. And so we took a risk, and we're working with... Um, a new label called Pay Vacation, and they are awesome. And they're, you know, what's making all of this happen for us now. I mean, they they've got us this incredible tour. They've got Kill Everything is going to radio for us. I mean, that's a, that's a big dream of mine. I mean, that's like a real shot at an exposure to an audience that we we've, we've hardly had the opportunity to have. I mean, with the exception of a few radio festivals here and there. So a lot of exciting things because it's all new territory, and I'm. Really looking forward to see, like, you know, as the record comes out, like, what this transition does for us and what else is out there. You know, I feel like the music scene, everything's different, everything's changing, it's all up for grabs. So I want to be 
I'll be the first one there to roll the dice. You know what I mean? That's just who I am. I think anyone that knows me would speak to that. So, yeah, if there's a, a you know, a rift and reward thing, I'm all about it. Oh yeah, man, a hundred percent. I mean, there's 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 so many so many bands out there too. I mean, where um, it, it would seem you know that it's it's just um, you know quote unquote playing by the books or are doing what all the other bands are doing in terms of choosing a label where you know bands within kind of their genre of music are also releasing records and whatnot. I mean, hundreds upon hundreds of bands that have done that. So you know what what's what's the what's the harm in trying something a little bit different? You know what I mean? Just uh, doing something that's completely different from yeah. everybody else. And I, I really think you nailed it. That's, it's, you put it so well, but that's the exact sentiment that I'm feeling and that we all felt when we made that decision. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, Tyler, right now we are going to get to a song off the brand new album before we come back and talk a little bit more. So if you want to pick uh, any of the songs off the new record out there for the listeners to hear, uh, go for it, man. Oh, man. Uh, I would, I'm would. i going to go with my favorite and just have to say kill everything. I mean, you should... You should turn that stuff up because that song, oh man, it's so good. Just nod your head to it and let it let it wash over you. You know what I mean? I, you know, people try to hold us back. And we wrote this song, and it's sort of my my rebel anthem. So if you, if anyone out there has any type of uh, animosity or any type of thing they're trying to overcome, just blast kill everything right now. And just let it take you over. Hell yeah. Go and check out their brand new album, Blacklist. It drops tomorrow on Paid Vacation Records. It's the opening track to that album. It's Danger Kids, Kill Everything on Rock the Walls.
Danger Kids on Rock the Walls. That is Kill Everything in the opening track to their brand new album, Blacklist, which drops a little bit later on tonight at midnight on Paid Vacation Records. Right now, we are joined by one of the vocalists of Danger Kids, Tyler Smith. Now, Tyler, uh, just for yourself, man, over over these past couple of years, um, and you know, now at this point where, where the second album is coming out for you guys, what do you really feel has been the, the biggest lesson that you've learned just over these past couple of years? And you know, getting to, to tour all over the world and to get to do things like uh, like play Warp Tour and these radio rock festivals and places maybe you, you thought you would never be able to play just a, a couple of years ago with uh, with your music, you know what I mean? Mm, definitely. Um, man, you know, the funniest thing, the biggest lesson I feel like I've learned is, is like to try to get back to that point when you don't care about everything else. Like, I think you get into the industry and you start sort of like trying to play and just like play what you think people want to hear or what you think, you know, your label or your man, or I don't know, wants you to play. And then um, I've, I've always subscribed to the belief that like the, the more I just sort of do it because it's fun, the more I, I see like a direct relation to like how successful the song is or how much people like the song. So like just getting back to that place where you're just making something that you love um, and just knowing that someone else like there's going to love it too just because you do. So I mean that's the the easiest and the hardest thing, man. It's just like, you know, making a song because it's awesome. <laughs> it's like such a simple thing. It's so difficult to really grasp. Yeah, man. I mean, it. Uh, I I feel like it's one of those things too. When when you're listening to a song after you record, you're kind of in the process of recording. Usually, your your own ear is usually the the best critic that you could possibly have in terms of you know if this is something that you know your fans and your listeners are gonna like or if everybody else is gonna like. You know what I mean? But I think uh, deep down inside, what matters first and foremost, if it's something that that you're really into and something that you dig. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that simple, you know, like, if you like it, someone else is gonna like it, and I don't know, it's like something that's truly representative of you, like, that's the, that's the shit you want people to hear, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. Now, you guys are only a couple dates into this tour that you're doing right now with with motionless uh, issues and falling in reverse, man. But, I mean, these these have got to be some of the biggest rooms that, that you guys have ever played in the United States. And just uh, through those first three shows so far, man, I mean, what, what has that been like for you guys, you know, to, to come on right before they get into, you know, all those co-headlining sets of those three bands and just uh, to kind of hype up the crowd and just to, to see how many people are out there yeah. watching. You know what I mean? amazing like it's it's like reminds you why you do it in a way you know when you like you because when you're in that room you know you're just in a dark room writing music you almost forget that the songs leave the room that you're in like the other people are going to hear it and then you know fast forward a little bit and we're playing like these cute you know like sold out like balconies and like you know it's like i i i can't not feel like the you know like the eyes off the world at that moment so to play my new music and you know I make an effort to you know climb out the crowd every day and sort of get people going it's hard to not just have the time of your life up there we are we are playing some of the biggest rooms we've ever played you know we play like just famous famous venues you know like not just House of Blues venues but even like you know we played the Wilson in LA and I've never seen Paramore play there and like never in a million years but I thought I would play there with a you know, packed balcony and a packed floor and, and just I don't know. It's the best. It is literally the best feeling ever. Definitely, man. Now, uh, just uh, through through these first couple nights and whatnot. I mean, 
just uh, just seeing all those kids out there and whatnot, and then obviously meeting kids after the set and stuff like that. Well, what's kind of the, the biggest takeaway that, that you've taken away so far as far as, uh, you know, new fans coming up uh, to you and what they're kind of saying about the band? Um, yeah, so the new fans are blown away, and it's always, like, the energy that sells them, because I think they're not familiar with the songs yet, and I understand that, and when you're at a show, there's so much going on, there's so much trying to grab your attention, but one thing I think we do really well is we have a really, really massive live show. I mean, we play, um, for the stage we want to be on, you know what I mean? It's like dressing for the job you want to have, so every night we go out there, and we play like we're headlining, we play like it's our show, and... I think people really take that away. And then um, to have the fans that do know us, have seen us live, come up to us and just say, man, I have never seen you guys play like that. Uh, makes us feel like we're on the right track and that all this has been worth it and every decision we made and, and that we earned our spot, you know, and that we're still earning our spot on that stage. And so that's the most humbling, that's the most biggest takeaway that I, I, I'd say I get each night. Yeah, definitely, man. And I mean, the uh, with you guys being one of the openers, especially you know on a bill where it's pretty much three co-headlining sets, uh, what's the, what's the stage pace situation like for you guys? Even though these are bigger venues, I mean you guys probably kind of have a, a little bit of a smaller space to move around than uh, what you guys typically would have on a tour. Um, yeah, sometimes, um, but it's not too bad. I mean, all the bands have a pretty wild production. You know, like Falling Rivers has this giant LED screen and. This year's has a pirate ship and like you know like most of us has this like these rickety gates of like pumpkin heads and candles and stuff. I mean it's like it's like Halloween when they're playing and anything that we lose in stage we just sort of make up for in the audience. Like I mean I spend a lot of my time literally just standing on people in the crowd. Like just because you know I mean the stage the whole room you know I got a wireless mic I can go wherever I want and I'll be damned if I'm trapped on this little stage. So. I, I, I let it fuel me, you know, I use it as a tool. It's like I turn my weakness into a strength. I get out there and just get wild with the fans and with the crowd and let them know that this show, like the end of year tour, is means business and, and we're no different. Like we're here to do damage and move on. So I, I yeah, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's not too bad, but any night I'm, you're going to find us, uh, I guess, stretching our, the size of our stage in different ways, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. For sure, and, I, and I'm not gonna lie, man. This more recent trend of bands uh, trading in the scrims for like the the LED screens for their stage shows it looks it looks freaking incredible. Like I, I I I think there's a lot of really cool stuff that bands have done with it so far. Yeah, it's it's so cool, and it gives us something to aspire to at the same time. I mean, all those bands are such good performers. Like I don't know if you've ever seen Fall Universe live, but they're so like impeccably, like musically impeccable. It's, it's, it's really impressive to watch. And mm-hmm. Honestly, the production is beautiful and it's like a lot, but at the same time, it's a really simple thing. It's just a screen and, it's, you know, there's no amps on stage. It's just this big, wide-open thing and it's like kind of almost brings it back to basics in a way, like about the music, and I, I respect that a lot, mm-hmm. um, especially after bands with pretty, you know, crazy, you know, like a pirate ship. There's like, what? is the opposite end of the spectrum, I would say. So it's cool. I, I think we have a little bit of everything on the show. Yeah, definitely, man. 100%. Now, uh, j- just for yourself, um, just any other uh, projects you've kind of been working on um, as far as uh, from the production side, I know that uh, you helped out quite a bit 
on the uh, Save the Lost Boys uh, debut album, Temptress. Are there any other bands that uh, you've been working with just over this past little bit? Uh, obviously, now you guys are out on tour. That makes it uh, pretty much impossible. But uh, just as far as any other projects you're, you're kind of involved with uh, right now uh, from a production standpoint. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm always doing that. I mean, even before Danger Kids came along, I was a I was a writer and a producer like first. So that that still hasn't changed too much. I I um I wrote and produced on the new Falling in Reverse record. I wrote um, and produced I, even on the Dead Girls Academy, which is the opening act on this tour run. I you know I produced that EP and. Um, yeah, the new Falling record is obviously, I'm very, very proud of that because Ronnie and I worked extremely closely on that to make it what it is. And I think it's, it's going to bend some brains a little bit because it's pretty, I don't, I don't want to give anything away. It's very, very impressive. Um, obviously, I did my band's new record, which is like my life's work up to this point. I'm mm-hmm. very, very, very pleased with that. Yeah. And um, I've got a couple other things um, coming up that I'm equally as excited about. Uh, I'm not sure I have the liberty to say what they are yet. But yeah, I, 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 a lot of fun things coming out of Tyler production world, I guess. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That, that's awesome to hear. Now, I mean, uh, we, we've already heard the, the first Falling Into Reverse single from their new album, uh, Coming Home, which I think uh, gave fans a bit of an idea of uh, kind of uh, the, the different kind of spectrum that, that, that they're going to, uh, just specifically within their sound, just on that song. But I mean, you know, working together with, with somebody like Ronnie, who has. Uh, just such an incredible vocal range. I mean, the guy can pretty much do anything with his voice. I mean, just in terms of, of writing with him, what, what was that experience really like for you? And how, uh, you know, did it even kind of help you personally uh, from kind of uh, your, your own aspects in terms of uh, the way that you looked at, at songwriting that maybe uh, you didn't necessarily look at a certain way before until uh, kind of uh, you guys got working oh together? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, no, you're, you nailed it. I, I would say the dude is... is super gifted, like, so talented, and I, I would say he taught me a lot more than I taught him, and so, um, I mean, he might tell you the opposite, which I guess is a good, you know, that means maybe perhaps we're a really good team together, but he, I, I learned a lot about crafting a song from him, and like, um, you know, he, obviously, I know what I sound like, and what a Tyler song sounds like, but he would push me into trying things, but I would be like, well, you know, I'll give anything a shot, and as soon as I play it back, I'm like, I can't imagine this going any other way. And he opens me so much to pulling so many different influences into a single song. And, um, you know, I would I would go as far as to say he doesn't need anyone's help at all. So I guess I feel I'm extra flattered that um, I got to be so involved and work so closely because I, you know, I produced on every song on the record. I mean, it, so I, I definitely had a heavy hand in it, but, man, nowhere close to his. I mean, he, he is a... He is a massive, massive songwriter. And, like, working with his vocals is hilarious because he can just do anything. Like, I can just say, sing this crazy I know. He doesn't warm up. He doesn't, you know what I mean? He's, like, that anomaly. He's that, he's that guy that just, oh, you mean like this? Ah, just does this crazy <laughs> I know. And you're just like, I don't know. It's, it's, you just start to accept it and go, well, okay, I guess uh, this is how it is. Like, I guess I get to put my name on this now. And that's sort of was my experience. And, um, you know, greatest experience working with him, and, and yeah, I mean, you nailed it. He's, he's such a powerful singer, such a songwriter. Um, but yeah, we worked well together, man, and we made a lot of great music. And coming home is one example of that, and everything else that's still to come is, is even, you know, even continually different um, and in better in different ways. And so I think that if people were impressed or surprised by that, that there's so much more cool stuff to come on their record. 
Awesome, man. Definitely can't wait to hear that. Now, how, how exactly did it come about for uh, for you to work, work with Ronnie and, uh, you know, help be a producer on, on the brand new album that they have coming out? You know, I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I guess I've just been in that producer-writer world for a little bit. Thing there, and one project always leads to another. Um, you know, it's not like I particularly... I, I have met Ronnie a couple times. You know, we did work tour together. Yeah, um, yeah, all I was saying is just... Um, so, I don't know, I've been doing that producer-writer circuit thing for a while and sort of doing my own bit of networking. And uh, I, have, I have worked... You know, I met Ronnie a couple times. I, I was on work tour with him. I had done a couple radio festivals, but never... Um, really, you know, became a friend or hung out with them or anything too close. And I think it was just a little bit of word of mouth and a little bit of luck and, like, good fortune and good timing. And he seemed to be interested in trying out some new writers. And somehow um, I got on that list, and we wrote one song together, and then, like, the rest was history. So Man. really simple. <laughs> For sure. Really awesome thing, though. That's awesome. I can't, can't, definitely can't wait to hear the rest of that record. Now, uh, just for for yourselves, uh, and going back to talking uh, about Blacklist, which you guys are going to be dropping uh, tomorrow on Paid Vacation. I mean, ju- just as far as it goes, what do you think is, is one track on the album that might uh, might surprise people and they might not expect from you guys uh, that you guys haven't released just yet? Um, I would say a lot. Um, I'll pick a few really fast. I think the last song will surprise people a lot. Um, it's a song called Invisible Summers, and it's uh, actually about my move to L.A. and, like, choosing to um, sort of leave everything that I've known behind and start new and, you know, my, my now wife and everything and starting, our, I guess, that next chapter of our lives. Um, that song will surprise a lot of people. I know that that's our, like our manager's favorite song. Um, I, I did a song called um, uh, Call Your Way Out on there, which is number four. I think that'll surprise some people. It, it's like could have maybe gone on the first album. Uh, musically, but thematically very different. Um, and then there's a really, really heavy song here called Summoner's Rift, and I think that is going to surprise you because I don't think they've heard us sort of get down like that before. Yeah. So I we tried to sort of cover the spectrum, if you see what I'm getting at. I mean, we tried to do, like, the softest to the most melodic to the heaviest to the, to the most, uh, I guess, poppy or, like, radio almost, and, like, just sort of everything in between. So any of those extremes, I think, are going to really, really surprise the people. There's also a song that I would even argue is like a ballad um, called Nothing Worth Saving. And it's like, mm-hmm. I freaking love that song, man. Yeah. I almost played it on the store, but nobody will know it. So I didn't it that too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. I, I mean, it's. I would say Summoner, Summoner's Rift is definitely one of my favorites on the album. But I think you know, listening to the album front to back, you know, with, with all the different kind of con- contrasting songs that it has throughout, you know, more the heavier and the more the melodic stuff and whatnot. It, re- it really just just like collapse. It really leaves the door open to, um, you know, the the million doors that, that you guys could go through, you know, on the next release in terms of how how you'd like it to sound. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, it's really awesome to see that there, that there's bands out there, you know, still going outside the box, not saying, you know, well, this this song sounds this way, and so the next the other nine songs should also sound this way. It's uh, it's really cool to see more bands, you know, starting to to look at things a little bit differently and not just thinking we need to play this one style and that's all we can play, or else the fans are gonna hate it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for understanding that. That's definitely it. We just wanted to. So people like our rage, you know, like show them what Danger Kids is. Like we're not one trick ponies. We're not just like a band with a rapper and a girl drummer and stuff. Like we, we have like heart. We have 
you know, we can get down, we can, we can do it all. So. Yeah, definitely, man. Now, I mean, on the Collapse album cycle for you guys, you guys pretty much got to tour with just absolutely everyone, really, the who's who in terms of, you know, kind of a, the Warp Tour scene and getting to do Warp Tour and whatnot, but also getting to hit the road with bands like Ghost Town and We Came as Romans and whatnot, just for you guys. And, uh, you know, now, just over the last couple of years, even more uh, new up-and-coming bands coming around and whatnot. For you guys on this album cycle, whether it's a, it's a headliner or, uh, you know, a su support tours and whatnot, who are some bands that you guys w would really like to go out with that, that you've, uh, you know, personally been enjoying just over this past little bit? Geez, you know, I mean, I would say first off, we're, we're on tour with, like, our, <laughs> maybe our, like, first pick, you know, I mean, yeah. it's a great spot to be, and then outside of this run, I think I would, I, I would be really curious to see what that whole different market would sound like. Like, I would love to see what a, just a different audience would even do for our band. Like, I would love to see what a, uh, you know, like a tour with Papa Roach or something would do, and or like um, some someone that's been, been around longer or done a different market longer that can maybe show us, um, like, different venues, you know, and different sets of fans. And I, I would just be, I'm insanely curious how something like that would work out. Like, I would love to tour with Fall Universe, and I would love to turn around and tour with, like, Corn or something. You know, like a band I grew up listening to and just idolized to no end. So, I mean, that, it's a bit of a stretch, but I, I don't think it's impossible, and I, I love those guys so much. I've had the pleasure of meeting them all, and I hope that they're listening and they decide to take Danger Kids on tour. That'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely, man. And, I mean, there's even, even a lot of other bands who, uh, you know, just like you guys are kind of, trying to incorporate a lot of different genres and whatnot within the music, you know, bands like From Ashes to New, and then even, uh, you know, uh, newer bands like a, like a Fire from the Gods or like Backwards and whatnot. There's a lot of a lot of really cool bands kind of blending, you know, a little bit a little bit of rap and a, a little bit of kind of like hip-hop and rock and metal. It's, a, it's really a really cool time, you know what I mean, in terms of uh, that kind of music right now, just because there's so, so much cool, really so many is. cool bands out there. Yeah, it really is. Um, Crash is the new is awesome. All, I haven't those guys we played with a little bit and we've met multiple times, but I haven't met the other guys. Heard all their music; it's so sick. You know, Siler too. Like, there's so many good bands out there doing this thing, and I love every time I hear it. I love it. You know, like my eyes light up because I'm just like somebody gets it. You know, like that's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And Tyler, just as far as uh, where you would like the listeners to go and uh, pick up Blacklist, whether it's uh, you know physical copy or uh, digitally, pretty much iTunes and the uh, Paid Vacation uh, website. Yeah, um, the simplest would probably just be you know go to our website, go to wearedangerkids.com, and it'll link. We have links to everything there. We have our web store up there. There's pre-orders available. There's pre-order bundles available, and um, you know. Exclusive designs, they have signed posters, hoodies, um, beanies, all kinds of stuff. Um, you can also pre-order on iTunes. Um, you should be able to walk into Best Buy and buy it too when it comes out. But I really don't care how people get it. You know, get it the way that makes sense to you. But the most important thing is just that you hear the music and, and um, hopefully you enjoy everything that we've done, everything we've worked for these past few years. Definitely, man. And just lastly, just uh, any other music that, that you've been really into lately, you know, whether it's kind of uh, within this kind of realm of music or just anything kind of outside of it, what have you uh, really been enjoying uh, just so far in 2017? Um, I'm going to be a little bit biased, and I'm just going to say um, 
our album and the Falling Universe albums are basically been, well, this is what's been too lately. Uh, both, both the new records are crazy good. Um, so I hate to be that guy, but it's been, it's been really neat to like listen to my band as, as a fan um, after waiting so long and wondering if people were ever going to hear it. So, yeah, just to be that guy, I'm just going to go ahead and call those two records my MVP records right now. Awesome, man. Uh, definitely great picks for sure. And uh, I mean, uh, I know as well, um, even though you guys are a couple dates into the tour, you guys uh, had uh, Las Vegas at the House of Blues uh, pretty early on in the tour. Uh, did, did you guys happen to get up to uh, to anything too crazy in Las Vegas or did you guys uh, kind of keep it on the down low with the rest of the tour package? Um, no, it was cool. We, um, we did a little after party thing at this place called the Foundation Room and it's on the top of Mandalay Bay, it's sort of like, um, I, I, I don't know, just sort of looks over the strip and, uh, you know, things get a little crazy, but I think that's just this kind of tour we're on. It just comes with the territory. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, hopefully every night on the tour, if possible, is a good time. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely for sure. Well, Tyler, thanks a lot for joining me on Rock the Walls tonight, man. I really appreciate it for your time and uh, really digging the new album. Can't wait for everyone else to hear it when it drops tomorrow. One of the things I like to do with the bands that I interview is I get them to choose uh, two songs from their catalog that they want the listeners to hear and a song that you would like to hear by uh, any band, any artist, any genre. So if you want to pick uh, two Danger Kid songs and a song by any other band, uh, go for it. Do you want me to pick two songs? Yep. <laughs> yeah, any two oh, Danger yeah, Kid songs. All right. right away, right away, I'm going to say the first two songs on the record. I, I think they go so well together and they set up I think just that whole next chapter of us. So you should jam Kill Everything straight into Blacklist. And if you can get through that, you'll know what you're in for, man. It's, it's gonna, this record gets down. This record means business. Hell, hell yeah, man. And and one more song from you guys since we uh, since we played Kill Everything uh, like in, in, the, in the first oh, block? Oh, sure. Um, okay, let's do, uh, let's do, Man, actually, let's do a song called Inside Out. I, I can't remember which number it is, uh, um, but yes. it was the song that I originally hoped that the world would hear. I mean, that's like my jam right there. All right, awesome, man. And a song by any other band? Um, ooh, am I allowed to take the new Falling Universe single? Is yeah, man, thing? go for it, that definitely. Fire, yeah. All right, all right, yep, that's, that's definitely my pick. It's a song called Coming Home by Falling Universe. Such an amazing track. Awesome, man. Sounds great. Tyler, uh, thanks a lot for joining me on the show, man. Uh, once again, like I said, the, the record's awesome, man. I definitely can't wait for everyone else to hear it. Uh, really early favor for my album of the year of, of uh, 2017, man. So I uh, definitely can't wait to see you guys up Ooh, here in Canada again you. real soon, uh, playing playing the new tracks off the album. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for this. No problem, man. Go and check out their brand new album, Blacklist. It drops tomorrow on Paid Vacation Records. This is track number three off of that album. It's Danger Kids, Inside Out, on Rock the Walls.
every day because I faked it And I can't take the face in the mirror so let's face it We're sleeping years cause fear makes you complacent So I just pile it out, everything I'm about So busy walking on your tightrope, I figured it out So here we go, here I am, it's not for me or for them kids on rock the walls that is off of their brand new album blacklist which dropped a couple weeks back they are just wrapping their tour up with issues motionless and white and falling in reverse in these next couple days you can be sure that they're going to be heading back out on the road a ton this year so you will most definitely see them whether you live in north america or all around the world that is going to do it for the rock the walls podcast today i'll be back with you guys in the next couple days just kind of trying to nail this schedule down just over this next little bit in terms of uh when exactly you guys are going to be getting the podcast but uh coming up next we are going to be having the guys in palisades and curses on the show in a couple days on the podcast but as well on this week's show live on idw radio and idw howell going to be speaking with aaron matz vocalist of betraying the martyrs so very much looking forward to that Thanks a lot. I've been your host, Patrick Walford. You have yourselves a great day, night, afternoon, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this. And always remember to listen live.